This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. The Union Buildings, Fort Clapacol, the first Trekker Monument, Sammy Mark's House. And if you still can't guess the place I'm talking about, I'll give you this final clue, the Jacaranda City. There's a call for that community, and it goes like this. Pretoria Jews near and far, your story is being told and you don't want to be left out. Ex-Pretorian Kathy Kadish is part of a team who's writing up the history of Pretorian Jews and she joins me now to tell me more. Kathy, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Kathy, so I have to um, like confess up front that I am a former Pretorian Jew, so let's just get that out of the way. There are no biases, however. Tell me a little bit about why this book came about. Well, this is actually not the first history of Pretoria. There's one that was written in the 80s that was written up until 1930. So this book is an extension of that effort. It was a community project at the time. And people in the community felt that the time had come to sort of complete, to come full circle with that project. So there was a group of people that got together and did research and started to put together material. And then I was brought on board to start creating the narrative and editing the work and, and putting it together into into book form, the chronology of the, the history, because there's two parts. Two parts? It was quite a, an inspired idea that they had to to fund the book, but it actually lends itself to a really nice um, sort of format. So the part that I'm involved in is documenting the chronology that sort of starts in the early 1860s and then goes all the way till today. But there's a second part of the book where families have sponsored and that's how they've managed to create funding and so it's telling the the sort of individual lives and the, and and giving flavor to the to the chronology you know to, to to the chronicle giving it life based on actual real people that's going into detail at the second half of the book yeah, i mean that's an interesting concept because um you know how does one tell memory i remember i was quite struck when the uh, South African Jewish Museum did their 125 year anniversary and it, uh, but I was struck by the exhibition because it took themes and people's memories of themes. For example, there was one attending Cheda. Now, I don't know if it mattered whether you were in um, Pretoria or Johannesburg or in Bloemfontein. I think the Cheda attending um, experience was pretty similar. You know, the, the feelings you had, you went to Balmy or Bati, whatever. And, and it was nice too because it evoked your memories of a certain time in a certain place. And that's the, the beauty of stories. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that there is a, a universality to, to the Pretoria story. I mean, it's very much the South African story, but I think we've been marginalized in Pretoria. We've sort of always been lumped along with Joburg because it's so close, but there's a very distinct character to Pretoria. So um, I feel like we're going to get a little bit of vindication here. Like I, I'm, I'm surprised My, as I'm going through the research and just coming up with moments of history that that Pretoria Jews have contributed to, and not not only in Pretoria, but I think that like what's what's worth noting is that when we talk about Pretoria Jewish community, it's not just a bunch of people in Pretoria because actually there's very few Jews left there now. It's it's a, a group of people that's a global network of people that are, are connected in some way through this, uh, having participated in a really special 
community and have gone out into the world and have had a major impact. So I'm astonished. And I think even, you know, Pretorians are going to be surprised to learn what they're going to learn in this book. And it really is going to be, it's going to be pleasantly surprising to actually just discover that this is our roots. This is what makes us who we are. You say there's a universe, universality to it, but there's also something very specific. You grew up in Pretoria. I think you said you were the last person to attend, is it Carmel School? Um, I was the last metric class, yeah. What would, for you, makes it a different or specific special community? I think it's the way people relate to each other, possibly. There's like a, an underlying warmth and a connection. I think that is true of smaller communities in general. When, you know, when there's a smaller pool of people to, to sort of draw on, everybody ends up doing that much more and you're that much more invested. I think there's something in the way Pretoria Jews had to become invested in their community because it was such a small, close-knit community. You know, the more you put in, the more you get out, you know. So it's, it's, I think it has to do with that, that, that it was people investing, you know, putting, putting their heart and soul into it. And, and now, you know, people all over the world, Europe, Canada, Australia, all over the world, they they still, you know, remain connected to those roots, which is, I suppose, part and parcel of also the Jewish story, you know, how, how we relate through memory, as you were saying. Jews are a tribe of memory. We we remember that's what we do. Kathy, you do the chronological history. Are you looking for people to come forward and share? The, what, what are you looking for? How are you How are you mapping? Well, like I said, there is a body of research already that I'm using, but there's a lot of gaps in the research. And specifically, like the 60s, you know, we, there was a Pretoria Jewish Review in the late 40s and 50s, and then there was the Jewish Chronicle, which still continues today. But there was a gap. There's definitely gaps that, that we need people to come forward and actually sure if you directly mentioned it but there's a Facebook page that we've created and Gmail address and we're calling on people to share their stories so you know there there is the 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 sponsored story where it takes a specific format but I'm asking for people to come forward and just share their memories of what it was for them you know so that I can actually not only possibly use that like one of the sort of devices that I'm using in the in the narrative I mean it, it's non-fiction but we've got a couple of ways that we're trying to keep it dynamic within the non-fiction sort of way of, of turning pages in a non-fiction story so one of the things we're doing is is using actual people's words so when people send me stuff I can then quote them you know and you know little memories and people have been fairly responsive and I'm hoping that it'll that will grow as people become more aware of the project. You speak about the narrative of, of the book. So you're trying to give as many different voices to that narrative in telling the story. Just to create authenticity, yes. Especially now as I'm moving into the sort of living memory when I was doing the, the past times. It's, it's actually, I must say, it's a little bit daunting Like when I interview somebody and then sort of feel I have to transmit a story in a way that honours that person. And one of the really nice things is actually being in contact with people where they they now you know I've got their number I'm in, in in contact and then I can write the piece and then send it to them and they'll say no I think this was 
not quite right. Can you just say maybe don't frame it like that or, you know, just make some adjustments. And, and I'm really enjoying having that interaction with people because it's a nice rewarding way of writing because I feel like I'm honoring that person, whoever it is, you know, maybe it's a, a father or a grandfather or maybe it's a direct story, but being able to connect with. So I'm not writing in isolation. I feel like I'm representative a little bit. Kathy, you, you mentioned the Facebook page. It's called Jacaranda Jews. Is that the, the title of the book? Well, it's our working title. I love <laughs> it. I no, it's not, ex- not exactly. It's, 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 it's Jews of the Jacaranda City is our working title, but we've got a couple of ideas, but that's our working title for now. Yeah. I must tell you, I absolutely love that title because for me if anything does remind me of Pretoria it's you know the jacarandas and it's also that time of year now that you can anticipate seeing them so I, I really do enjoy it but I think there are other Facebook groups as well have you connected into them yes absolutely there's a very useful Facebook for my end beside for the sort of general South African jury one where there's there's the Udifan State Africa I've used that one I'm, I'm so any posts that are not any the ones that are sort of tuned towards greater South African milieu, then yes, I posted there, but there's a specific one, which is Pretoria Jews Reunite, which they very kindly allow me to post through them. And that's an existing group of about maybe 1,500 people. Wow. That's already a, a network of people. But I, I, I mean, yeah, the <laughs> Facebook game is, I mean, I'm being very sociable on Facebook right now. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, my friend. <laughs> what was the community at its height? 3,000, around about 3,750 at, at its most in the 70s. Wow, that, that actually is quite small. And when you think it's about it, you, it does feel like everybody you speak to has originally come from Pretoria at some point. So, uh, so. Well, maybe it's just because you remain in contact with those people. I mean, <laughs> or, or that you that you connect, you know, later on down the line. And then there's, I think that my personal experience is that a, a, a jacaranda Jew is not going to allow themselves to be like, Mis- misplaced, you know, they'll own it. Yes, I'm actually originally from Pretoria. We discussed. <laughs> Kathy, if anybody would like to get hold of you to tell you your sto- their story, what should they do? Well, they can be in touch at jacarandajews at gmail.com or they can go onto the Facebook page and join the conversation there. It hasn't generated as much conversation as, as I was hoping, but people have been contacting me on jacarandajews at gmail, so that's been good. And that's the way to go about doing it. Well, thank you very much. I wish you success. And I look forward to the book coming out. You know, you know, the old story is if the jacarandas are falling on the floor, it's too late to study for your exams. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So I'm hoping that your book will come out before next year's jacarandas start falling. Oh, but, but for me, it was always if a jacaranda falls on your car, then you're going to do well in exams. Ah, that's a much better one, actually. And yeah, if you stand okay, on the so... jacaranda and it has a bee in it and you get stung, that's particularly bad like that. That's no good. Yeah, you don't want to be. <laughs> all, all the jacaranda experiences coming up. Um, Kathy, thank you so much for joining me. I enjoyed that. I'm so glad that we, we, we had the chance. Thanks, Cherise. That is um, Kathy Kadish, who is writing up a book on Jews in Pretoria.